Welcome to The Weekly Stupid. I'm the editor-in-charge. If you like what you hear, check out more at theweeklystupid.com. We have content on Facebook and YouTube. Welcome back to The Weekly Stupid Podcast. This is episode 30. We offer a look at life not considered by what you may consider normal. If you're looking for truth, justice, and the American way, then you are where you should be. Please leave a review and give us a rating on whatever podcast service you're using. In this podcast, I'll go over what our staff's currently working on, preview this week's articles, answer a submitted question, and for the functionally illiterate, I'm going to read last week's articles. For a short update on what the writers are doing, Sarah Jean was busy looking at a new issue called Microvibrations. This is a new issue. I don't know if you've heard of it or not, but we're going to investigate this maybe as a staff. This is something that's rumored to be used while shopping on Amazon. They send tiny vibrations through your keyboard to make you choose one product over another. Check out her site at flutterbird.org. Ed spent the week thinking about his political aspirations and how missing the last few months has moved his possibility to win the White House from 99% down to 93%. I'm not sure where he's getting his stats, but he's worried. Check out his site at allstud.net. Dr. Beekman's been working with the CDC looking into how his pigaraf hybrid will save the world. In other words, just a normal week for the good doctor. If you like the strains, check out thefetalinstitute.com, but be prepared. Remember, we have a weekly newsletter. Head on over to theweeklystupid.com and sign up. You have to know that there are people starving in this world, and getting our newsletter probably won't help them. This week, we discuss how the Weekly Stupid is at the forefront of curing not only current virus outbreaks, but all future ones. Ed just kind of rambles on about stuff. Of course, next week, we'll read them to you on this podcast. Head on over to theweeklystupid.com to read the articles in full. We had a question about what each author took away from their experience being stuck in China. Ed learned that he really likes barbecued duck. Sarah got to see a really bad government and has little more appreciation for this great country. Although I don't think she'll admit how good we really have it. I learned to read up a little more on where you're traveling. And don't just jump when someone says free. I'll admit, I also learned to like barbecued duck. Now last week, we wrote articles about our trip. I'll start with mine. I'm not sure what rumors are going around about this fine organization, but we have been cleared of all wrongdoing. Last December, we won the world's greatest national all-city bestest writing contest, the WGN ACBWC. As part of our prize, we got an all-expense-paid vacation to China. It was going to be amazing. I was all set to relax, take a few weeks off. My plan was to avoid the other riders and do nothing for the Christmas holiday season. Well, China is not the paradise that was expressed in all the literature. I am not your geography genius, but I know when I'm not at the beach. Instead of a week of sipping Mai Tais and relaxing, we spent our time being hassled and quarantined. All because Sarah Jean decided to smuggle in some of her precious baby flutterbirds. The next thing you know, we're responsible for some sort of beer sickness. Now I'm not sure if Sarah Jean thought alcohol would help those little birds, or if she was just looking for a way to help pass the hours being a mother hen. Either way, the Chinese authorities were not impressed. Ed and I tried to reason with the authorities. We tried to convince them that we were not with that crazy chick, but we were all wearing our weekly stupid t-shirts. Now I have to admit, the t-shirts were my idea. I thought it'd be a good thing to spread our special brand of serious news and information to the great free people of China. Well, they just seemed kind of rude. Something about publishing only things that make the leader look good. The next thing I know, 
We're in some sort of awful hotel or hostel or something, living with people we couldn't understand. The place was overrun by these little mandarin ducks. Those stupid little ducks were trying to get into the beer Sarah Jean smuggled in. I was trying to sneak off with a few bottles myself. Everyone knows there's only one beer you want to drink while sitting on the south of the border beach in the hot sun. I planned on enjoying a few cold ones even if I wasn't at the beach. The trip went downhill from there, but I'm not going to dwell on the past. I'm living for the here and now. We're back and ready to roll, so everyone needs to get their weekly stupid on. On the other hand, we may ease back into publication. It's been a long few months. Now Ed thinks some serious investigation needs to go into those crazy mandarin ducks. Those stupid little birds were everywhere and they all acted as if they were as drunk as Dr. Beekman's 80 year old grandmother after a crazy night of Maya ball. The socially inept little fowl also appear to want to corrupt anything or anyone they come in contact with. They kept trying to drag Ed to the local taverns, but he was smart enough to know that all they wanted was free beer. He made it to the taverns all on his own. From what he understands, the Flutterbirds spent a little time with the little ducks. He was sure glad he wasn't around Sarah Jean when that happened. But he did get to experience some of her amazing barbecue duck after the retribution was handed out. He wants to thank all the ladies that sent him emails during our situation. You can expect personal replies to every email sent to hunkyman at allstud.net. He doesn't want anyone to worry, he's still single and willing to party. He will have to admit though, there's a lot of talk about marriage and green cards. Well, who could blame them? When your hunkiness appears, they can't help but start thinking about their ticket to America. He considered a quid pro quo to get out a little sooner, but he didn't want to get into a situation that would disappoint all the American girls back home. Yes sir, he's always thinking about others. Just one more of his hunky qualities, I guess. Now Sarah Jean thinks what happens in China should stay in China. You infect a few hundred people with an exotic flu and wham, everyone hates you. It doesn't seem to matter if you're trying to better the world. Everyone knows you need to break a few eggs to save the Flutterbird. There was no way she was going to leave America and not take her current crop of baby Flutterbirds. Luckily, they're small enough that she was able to slip them in her pocket. Of course, since they don't contain metal, she just slipped right on through the metal detectors. As Faith Lafayne would say, five by five. How was she to know that Chinese people would be allergic to the Flutterbird? Or Mexican beer, or Mandarin ducks, or whatever. Those weird little birds in China are way stranger than the Flutterbird. Well anyway, is it her fault that one of her precious little birds drank a little too much one night? Poor little guy ventured out to a local tavern, or as they call it, a Hoochie Kaluchi building. He ended up hanging out with a local Mandarin duck, drinking some sort of Mexican beer, and following the lead of the horrible little duck. That soon to be roasted and dipped in barbecue duck was such a bad influence that the next thing you know, our staff is being harassed and the hospitals are overrun. Well anyway, we're back in the States, her precious little flutterbirds are doing great, and she's feeling more empowered than ever. Watch out world, here comes Sarah Jean. Now Dr. Beekman decided to stay at home. The good doctor says it was a great few months of relaxing and spending time at the Institute. Sometimes he thinks the people that work at this publication are just a little out of the ordinary. I'll try not to take offense at that one. He didn't even know his grandmother played Maya Ball. He thinks Ed is spending too much time with his grandma. As the late great George Costanza would say, worlds are colliding and I don't like it. Well that's about it for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, consider telling your friends. Every time you tell a friend about the weekly stupid, pigs and giraffes will combine to save the world. Consider leaving a review. 
Thank you, and as always, enjoy the stupid.